Do you dream of having time and money freedom? Are you looking for ways to enjoy business and life harmony or just to improve your business and yourself? Welcome to Reclaim Your Freedom with your host, Shirley Dalton. In this program, you'll learn from experts in business, leadership, personal development, and mindset to help you create your ideal business lifestyle, whatever that means for you. And now, here's your host, Shirley Dalton. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us again this week. It's a pleasure to have your company. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom, and I'm your host, Shirley Dalton. Each week, I do my best to bring you the guests who can help you improve your business, yourself and your life. And today's guest has made it so easy for me to bring you these experts to help you. Today, we're talking with CEO and founder of interviewconnections.com, Jessica Rhodes. Welcome, Jessica. Hey, Shirley. Thanks for having me. Jessica, I'm really looking forward to our interview today and generally we begin by sharing a bit about you so our audience can get to know you before we get into our conversation. Your backstory about how you came to found interviewconnections.com is really interesting and I'd love you to share that with our listeners today. And to put you in the pic Yes, thank you. And to put you in the pictures, listeners, interviewconnections.com is the premier guest booking agency for both podcasters and guest experts. And Jessica is certainly the expert when it comes to monetizing podcasts and raising your celebrity status. In fact, Jessica is the acclaimed author of Interview Connections, How to Rock the Podcast from Both Sides of the Mic. You're also the host of Interview Connections TV, where each week you help viewers rock the podcast again from both sides of the mic. You host and co-host three podcasts, Roads to Success, The Podcast Producers and The Parenting Roads with the podcast producers being selected by Apple as a how-to podcast show in iTunes, as well as it being included in the syllabus for a course about podcasting and audio journalism at Western University in Ontario, Canada. You've spoken at Podcast Movement, Podfest.us and Dream Business Academy, and I find this really intriguing. You live in Rhode Island with your husband and two kids. So, Jessica, let's start with that backstory. What influenced you to create interviewconnections.com? Well, I started my business because I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, actually. So my son, who is now four years old, when I was pregnant with him, I decided that I would be a stay-at-home mom. But I really didn't have a plan of how I would have an income. My husband uh, worked and still works in nonprofit. And in this day and age, you can't quite raise a family on one nonprofit salary. So I, I knew that I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, but I didn't know what I wanted to do for an income. And my dad, who is an entrepreneur as well, told me about the virtual assistant industry. Now, Shirley, do you use virtual assistants? Are you familiar with the VA industry? Yes. Yes, we are. Yes. Yeah. So it's this amazing industry of business owners who all offer a variety of tasks and services to other entrepreneurs. And I had no idea when I first heard the term virtual assistant, I thought, well, I don't want to be someone's assistant. You know, I was a director of a a nonprofit staff. um, But at that point, about to be a new mom, I, my priority was to be at home. So if starting a virtual assistant business would let me be at home, then I would do it. But little did I know it was this amazing entry into entrepreneurship. And I was doing a lot of different things for entrepreneurs, my dad being my first client. And then he referred a couple other clients to me. I was doing client support. I learned how to do Pinterest marketing and infographic design. 
But when I started booking him for podcast interviews and then a few other clients for podcast interviews, my eyes were opened up to this whole world of people that were using podcasting to grow their business and to connect with potential clients and referral partners and um, people that are going to be valuable business connections. So I really started in my VA business. I was booking people for interviews and I was getting a lot of interest and people were really intrigued by me doing this as a service. And so I reached a point in my business three or four months in where I realized, okay, I have some clients, I'm charging maybe $25 or $30 an hour, but I also have this baby, so I can't really work more hours. How can I scale my business and make more money, but not just be working more hours? And so I looked at all the services that I was providing, and I realized that my work booking podcast interviews was the most scalable, and it was also the service that was in most demand, and I enjoyed it the most too. I really love bringing people together for interviews because I see these amazing relationships that come out of them. I've seen you know, people that I connect for interviews, like one story, I, I booked a woman on a podcast um, three and a half years ago, and that one interview has led to her speaking at some really big conferences. So it's so fun to see where these interviews can lead people. So. I knew that of all the things that I was doing in my VA business, booking interviews was something that I really loved. So I, I niched down and I created interviewconnections.com. And over the last three and a half, four years, I've built out a team. I now have six employees in an office here in Rhode Island, and we're booking around 400 interviews per month on podcast shows. We've got clients who are guest experts and go on other shows. We have clients who are hosts and we find their, their guests for them and we bring people together for interviews. And I can attest to that. Um, when I was introduced to you and your team through another uh, radio show host, colleague of mine, I was just inundated with high quality guests. And, you know, for, for people that are hosting podcasts, the, the biggest issue that we've always got is getting a guest. You know, people think, oh, it's easy. You just get on the microphone and have a conversation. But <laughs> you've actually got to have somebody to have a conversation with. And sometimes that's not so easy. And and so certainly from this point of view, it, it, it's, it's definitely made it so, so much uh, better for, for people like me. The other thing that I've really appreciated about the work that you do there is that the guests show up and they're fully ready. Uh, sometimes if we have some guests that it might be their first or second time on the radio, then, you know, they haven't got that experience. They haven't got quite got the the um, the technique down pat. But I can certainly say with the training and, and that that you give your people, they come up and they're what I'd call show ready. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's the unique thing about about interview connections is that our clients apply to work with us and we have pretty high standards and our students are getting even higher as I as I grow my business and um, adjust my business model to be to be most effective is we are really have specific and high standards of who we are booking because we want podcasters that we're pitching to know that if we are pitching this guest to you. They have been through our intake process. You know, we know they're a good guest. We've heard them on a podcast. We have met with them and spoken with them and have pitched them. So that's the key is interviewing people that you know are going to be high quality and, and ready to rock the podcast. Yes. Okay. Well, our audience today are leaders, managers, entrepreneurs, and business owners. So the question that they're most likely asking themselves is, why should I, and if I'm a business owner in particular, why should I be interviewed on a podcast? Yeah, I mean, being interviewed on a podcast is, it's like one to many 
it's it's taking one-to-one marketing and networking one-to-many. So if you go to a conference or an event you're attending and you're meeting people one by one, what do you do? This is what I do. And you're talking to people. You can have that conversation, but have hundreds of people that are listening in. So it's like, you know, the whole saying, kill two birds with one stone. Well, you're, <laughs> I don't want to say you're killing a lot of birds, but you are getting your message heard by hundreds, sometimes thousands of people just by having one conversation. And since that conversation is being recorded and then archived on the internet, on iTunes or on everyone's um, different websites, that is evergreen content that you can leverage, that you can market and get out there to the masses um, over years. I mean, I've had people that have heard interviews that I've done like years ago and say, hey, I just listened to your interview on XYZ show and I'd love to talk to you. But for me, I'm sitting here going, wow, I I recorded that two years ago, but it's still relevant content Mm -hmm. and it's still valuable. So you have this evergreen content that is on so many different shows. You're getting in front of a lot of different audiences. Mm-hmm. And and so have you found that there are particular industries that are more suited to being interviewed on podcasts? Yeah, service-based businesses I have found are the best for interviewing on shows because service-based business owners, they have clients who – they have clients that need to kind of know, like, and trust them, you know, with products, it's a little bit different because like the product's good or it's not, but whoever is selling that product, it's, there's not as big of a weight on who that owner is, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess. So with the service-based businesses, like agencies are great for podcast interviews because let's just say, for example, I have an agency style business. So when I go on a show, people hear it, they, they hear me, they get to know me, they know that I am credible and that I know what I'm talking about. So they trust that my staff is going to know what they're talking about. So um, people are going to be comfortable working with an agency whose owner they hear on a podcast. Also, real estate investors um, are great for podcast interviews interviews because people who hear them on a podcast want to then invest with them. They have a deal for them. Again, there's that no like and trust factor. If you're going to exchange a lot of money with somebody, you want to feel like you know them. And then coaches, um, business coaches, life coaches, health coaches, great for doing podcast interviews because their clients really need to feel like they know, like, and trust them. I just invested a lot of money into a business coach that I did a one-day VIP strategy day. I flew across the country. I met with her and I had never met her before. I had never talked to her until I did my, you know, one hour pre-call, which is after I already did the, made the investment. But I had listened to her podcast. I had heard her on other shows. So I really felt like I knew her because I was listening to her podcast. I was listening. I had heard her interviewed on other shows. So people really feel like they're comfortable with you as a coach. They're going to want to invest in you. And so by being interviewed on podcasts, you can really, you know, get people to feel like they know you enough to invest in your services. And I think that's a really important point there too, because uh, on the particular podcasts, the, there's a like you you sort of cultivate your audience, and so um, if you're giving podcast interviews as a guest, then then the more podcasts you can get on, the more audiences, because not many people are going to listen to uh, ten or twenty podcasts in a week, but they'll they'll have oh, their yeah. favorites and totally. 
Yeah, you want to get on a lot of podcasts in your niche because exactly, Shirley, just like you said, most people are not listening to like 20 podcasts a week. And if they are, they're probably podcasts in a variety of industries. Like I pretty much like I have one podcast that I listen to that's about marketing. So I'm not listening to all the marketing shows. So you want to get on a lot of different shows. so You can be in front of a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what we're establishing here is that it's good for business to to be a guest on a podcast. We might, when we come back, Jessica, we might talk about is it good for business to run your podcast? Because I know that you're the monetizing queen, so we'll have a, a chat about that. But so what we've discussed this morning is uh, the real entrepreneurial opportunity that Jessica found and has created this business, and I think that's absolutely fascinating and so impressed and inspired with that. And then what you've learned in terms of getting people to know, like, and trust you, particularly if you're in the service business. So we're going to take a short break. Listeners, stay with us and we'll be right back. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand, or your business? Jess Tonfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, that's ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Deal business lifestyle. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. Well, has that given you plenty to think about, thinking about being a guest on other people's podcasts so that you can get your message out? And as Jessica says, rather than one-to-one networking, which takes up so much time, you can be one-to-many, and that many could be absolutely thousands. And so just before the break, we were talking about, yes, being a guest on podcasts, but how about the other way, Jessica? What's the advantage or does it make good business sense then for business owners to actually have their own podcast? Absolutely. Yeah, I highly recommend people do what I call rock the podcast from both sides of the mic. You know, there's a lot of articles and a lot of talk around why, you know, just be a guest on podcasts. You can leverage podcasting the same way, but do, you know, half the work because you don't have to do post-production and, you know, all this editing and things like that. But when you host a podcast, you now own that media and you also control the message. And then you have this platform where you can be interviewing people um, that you want to connect with. You control the conversation and you are positioned in every episode as the expert in your niche. So hosting a podcast is great because when you 
own the media, you now have authority. Um, so that's number one. Number two, you can use this. This is now a platform where you have the ability to reach out to anyone and invite them on to your show for a conversation. I've had people that have reached out and said, hey, I would love to like hop on Skype with you and chat about this thing. I have some questions. Well, most people are really busy. And especially if you're in like the coaching or consulting world, you're not about to hop on Skype for a free 30 minute call if that's what you do for your business. But when you have a podcast, you have the opportunity to bring people on and have a conversation with them that you wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. Um, and then it's also a great way to connect with your clients. You know, for me at Interview Connections, we have around 100 clients and it's just you know, darn near impossible for me to be on the phone with all of my clients on a regular basis. But when I can bring them onto my podcast, we have this great, you know, place where I can talk to them, deepen my relationship with them, spotlight them to my audience. And then when, since they're happy clients, they'll often say on the podcast, oh yeah, I've been loving working with Interview Connection. So it's like kind of a testimonial to my podcast listeners. Mm -hmm. So I definitely recommend it as a way to connect with your clients and then also think about people that you want to work with. So if you have prospective clients, like if you have your eye on a few different people, invite them onto your podcast. I exhibit um, at an event called FinCon. It's a marketing conference for the financial industry. And I have applied to speak. Um, last year when I applied to speak, I invited the the founder of the conference onto my podcast because I figured, you know what, I'll definitely submit my proposal. But I'm sure if he knows who I am and I interview him on my podcast, that'll help my chances a little bit. So that helps too um, to interview people that you want you want them to know who you are as well. I love that. That is an absolute cracker of a strategy. So, so <laughs> you, you gave us at least four points there where you you have the authority. You can use the platform to reach out to anyone to have an interview that you wouldn't be able to before. You can connect with your clients and then you can look at who you might want to work with and um, through that strategy, enable them to get to know you so that uh, then, you know, of course, you can further the relationship. So then, okay, if we're convinced then that we are going to have a podcast, then how do you monetize this? Do, do we have to have a large audience? No, <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah, that's woo. <laughs> we don't have to have a large audience. We just have to have the right people listening. So the myth of, oh, you need a huge audience, so then you could sell, you know, download, you know, you could sell sponsorship by thousands of downloads. That is really not what most business owners should be focusing on. Most business owners who have a podcast should be using their podcast as a marketing strategy for their business. So instead of, you know, having somebody pay to advertise on your show, you want to focus on what are your products or services that you want your listeners to buy or to take action on. Make that the spotlight of, you know, whatever ad you might have. So you can monetize a podcast directly or indirectly. So when I say monetize it directly, I mean selling ads, you know, having another company pay you money so you do an advertisement for their product or service. Um, I, one of my podcasts is monetized. We have a few different sponsors. One of them is Sure Microphones. So that is monetized. They actually um, didn't ever, like they didn't pay us money, but they gave us uh, products. <laughs> like they gave us lots of microphones. Um, so that's a way to, to monetize a pod podcast is through uh, products. Some bloggers will do that. 
so my friend Mary is a, uh, a blogger, and so she won't necessarily get paid a lot of money for ads, but she will have people that give, like, gift her the services and products. So she's kind of being paid indirectly through the products or services. So you can totally get creative. Like if you've got another company that maybe you want to use their services, you could advertise for them in exchange for their services. So there's no limit to the possibilities that you could have to monetize your show. So that's kind of directly monetizing it. And then the indirectly is using your podcast as a marketing strategy for your business. So, you know, advertising your service or product, maybe advertising for your book, um, and actually telling listeners how they can join your email list and then nurturing the relationship with those listeners um, through your email list. So eventually they sign up. And that's my preference because I'll make more money overall in the long run if my listeners become clients of mine than I would from maybe a couple hundred dollars on an ad okay so there you go you don't have to have a big list and you've got two ways that you can do that you can do it directly or you can do it indirectly and if you're doing it indirectly then there's more potential for you to uh, engage your clients and then to have them for uh, a lot longer time um, or of course you can then do almost like a, a contra or a barter so you do, money sure. doesn't even have to um, exchange. In, in fact, we have a, a sponsor for um, our show, Jess Toddfeld, and he provides our guests with his book called um, Media Success, and that's how to leverage and get PR, and um, and uh, and that's a, an arrangement that we have with him. So certainly getting that. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So what steps can entrepreneurs take to position themselves as a celebrity expert in their niche and why is that important? I mean, it's super important because especially if you want to be on quality podcasts in your niche, you have to prove your expertise and you have to prove that you are credible. Um, like there's a lot of people coming out and saying like, I'm an expert in this, but there's no backstory about what they've done to actually be credible <laughs> in whatever area of expertise. Like I can show you how to build a business, but they've never built a business before. So you have to prove that you are credible. So make sure your story is known, you know, in your bio right there. If, if you've got a short brief bio that people can use to read as an intro, there should be like lines that say why you're credible, why you are an expert and, and who gives you the right to like, what gives you the right to talk about this. So right there, you should have a bio that clearly positions you as the expert and shows why you are the expert in that niche. You want to have that bio on a press page or a one sheet or both really um, on your press page or should be on your website. It should have your bio that shuts, like says why you, who, what your story is, why you are an expert in this niche, like what your credibility is. And then on your press page and your one sheet, you should have some interview topics. So clearly state what topics you can talk about in an interview. And then also some suggested interview questions. And these are actually questions that a host could read to like, you know, read on the show. Um, so you're kind of giving them the questions that you are best suited to answer. And this is really important because if you don't give a host suggested interview questions, it might ask you questions that you are not an expert in. And then you're thrown up. Like I remember a couple of years ago, I was asked, what's Twitter bombing? And I wasn't really sure at the time. This was a couple of years ago when people just started using that phrase. And it was not in my wheelhouse. This is not what I talked about. And so I was kind of 
thrown off a little bit and felt a little dumb, you know, so you want to make sure the host has your suggested interview question. So the interview is going to position you as an expert. And then the other thing that I would do is I would promote when you get booked for an interview, even if it's on a small show, because when you first get started, you're probably going to be on some smaller shows just by posting on social media and including in your email newsletter. I was booked on this podcast. I'm going to be recording it next week. Just by saying that kind of stuff, it sends this message to your community that you're an in-demand expert and people see that and even if they don't listen to the show they don't research what the podcast is to see if it's brand new or been on for 500 episodes they're like wow she got booked that's pretty cool you know they automatically kind of up level you in their head to someone that's getting interviewed on something and then I would also be linking to the interviews that you're doing so as your interviews are going live, putting them on your press page, linking to the shows that you're doing. So if I stumble across your website and I see all these episodes that you've done on other podcasts without even listening to them, doing much research, you automatically position yourself as a celebrity expert because you've been interviewed in so many different places. So it's a lot of it is about your online presence, but again, communicating your credibility and being clear about what makes you an expert in these topics that you say you can talk about. And I have to say the one sheets that you've provided for the guests that I've had on my show, it has absolutely made it so easy because it cuts down the time that I have to research in order to come up with the theme for the podcast. And, you know, I don't like to have a... Um, a set of questions like some journalists you know they have their questions bang 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 and and you might have just answered one and they haven't been listening and they're going to ask another one so it's more of a, a conversation but yeah. if you yeah but if you if you provide that suggested list of questions then you know um you know your expertise and it also helps the the podcaster to be able to get that interview ready uh, ahead of time and um so I'm just going to recap that because, listeners, that was gold. You know, if, if you're thinking of being a guest and we're encouraging you to be a guest on people's podcasts, then you need to have a bio. So you need to explain why you are credible, why you're the expert, um, and you need to have a press page or a one sheet. You need to have your interview topics, suggested interview questions, and then promoting the, that when you have been interviewed and also to um, link the podcast to show that you're a celebrity expert. And, and I can tell you when I've been doing research for interviewing my guests, then what I've found is that um, when I go there and I go to their media page and I see that they've been on, it it just it stands out and you go, wow, you know, this person really is a media celebrity. The other thing it gives you too is a level of confidence that they've been interviewed, that they know the ropes. And so it's going to be easier for you to actually interview the person rather than asking a question and you get one or two word answers because they're not used to it. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break now, and when we come back, let's talk about your book, Jessica, Interview Connections, How to Rock the Podcast from Both Sides of the Mic. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. 
That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, that's ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your ideal business lifestyle. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand, or your business? Jess Tonfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. Wow. This, there is so much gold in what Jessica is telling you today. And I can, I can tell you, listeners, I, I wished I'd had this information when I first started my radio show because uh, <laughs> when I first started, I had bits and pieces of equipment coming left, right and centre. I really didn't know what I was doing, um, didn't know uh, about guests, didn't know about the questions, the format, etc. And uh, to have somebody who's an expert in this and to show you the way really makes Makes it easy and Jessica you've written a book to help people it's called interview connections how to rock the podcast from both sides of the mic so tell us a little bit about that please yeah absolutely I read this book because there is so much information online I mean there's so much information through my own website about podcasting about leveraging podcast interviews about how to start a podcast um, you know how to be a guest on podcast why I should be a guest and I wanted to get all of the information that my target audience needs to know into one place without the extra stuff they don't need to know, like what's an RSS feed. Because you know what? Hire someone to take care of that for you. You're an entrepreneur, darn it. <laughs> so um, I wrote this book to put everything into one place. So the first part of the book is all about being a guest on podcasts, talking about you know, why you should be a guest on podcasts, how to get started as a guest expert, you know, what you need to know first. Um, and like just the tech side, you know, when you're a guest on podcasts, you don't need to have all of the tech stuff in place that a host would need, but you should still have a good microphone so you can bring good sound quality to an interview, know a little bit about how to talk into a microphone. So I write just a little bit about that in the book so people are comfortable um, with the tech side of being a guest on podcasts. And then I also write about hosting a podcast, you know, why you should host a podcast, the value of owning your own media, what kinds of guests you should have on your show, um, anywhere from like experts, industry leaders, um, peers in your market, um, clients, prospective clients, there's all really interesting kinds of people that you can interview in your interview on your podcast that are not just the typical celebrity guest experts that everyone thinks they need to have. Um, and then we do talk about monetization. We talked a lot about in this interview already about getting advertisers. And I actually put in there in the book, 
the actual email that I used to get my first sponsor on my show, the podcast producers. So all I did was redact the amount they paid. But other than that, the email copy is in there. So that alone probably makes the book, <laughs> makes the book worth it. Um, and just like your podcasting mindset, you know, when you start a podcast, it's so important to have a long term mentality, you know, go into podcasting, both as a guest and a host, knowing that it's a long term strategy, you know, and, and I'm basically putting out there to my prospective clients and my clients that don't come on here and start doing interviews and think that, oh, I'm going to see all these results in a month, you really have to give it at least six months before you see, you know, an uptick in business or in leads, it takes a lot of time to get interviews together to get them recorded for them to be live, and then for people to actually download and listen to the show. So, you know, even though this is a internet radio show, people will download and listen to the archived episodes on iTunes, you know, days, weeks, months, years in the future, they're going to find and listen to the episodes when it's good time for them. And then listeners will reach out and take action and touch base with the guest again, when it's a good time for them and when they feel called to do so. So a lot of people that want instant gratification, podcasting is not the right fit for them because they want instant gratification. That's not what you get when you're a guest on podcast or when you host a show. When If you want to start a show, it's to be something that you really love doing and you should start a show around a topic that you could talk about for hours upon hours upon hours and have a lot of fun doing it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and that was one of ours because ours is called Reclaim Your Freedom. One of the things that we're really passionate about is helping business owners to get their lives back. And so for me, you were talking about the types of guests and people that you want to have on your show. For me, I'm always looking for people that can help my listeners to either grow themselves or grow them business. And that could be any aspect of business, could be marketing, HR, finance, people, personal development, um, such as yourself today, I really would put this into the category of uh, marketing for the business and also for personal development because it, it takes a lot of courage to to get on and have your own podcast or to be a guest on, on somebody else's and then there's a whole lot of setting up with it. So um, I certainly, certainly agree with you there. It's got to be something that you love and that you can talk about and, and it's also interesting that you say, you know, you want to be in it for the long haul. And I, I can remember when I was first starting, the executive producer for my radio show on Voice America was telling me that um, people may find you down the track and then what they'll do is what he calls binge watch or um you know, think about when we, we overindulge in food or something like that and we have a binge, once, that, once they've found you, then they'll go back and listen to all of the other episodes that you've got there. And, and I, I remember we did that with a, t um, a TV show. It was on Netflix and we came across it on the aeroplane when we were flying back. We fell in love with it. We went and got the DVDs and, you know, we would just watch episode after episode, basically binging on it. So I think that's a really good point that you make there. Yeah. And just talking about reclaiming your freedom, when you podcast, I mean, talk about the opportunity to put your marketing on autopilot. When you create a podcast, you are creating content that can be repurposed and leveraged in so many different ways. So when you create one podcast episode, there's probably 25 
quotes that you can then tweet out and then reuse those tweets every couple of weeks. Like if you're using something like Meet Edgar or some kind of social media tool, um, there's blog posts. Like you could write an entire blog post probably on each segment of the show that we've done here today and put that into, into your blog for written content. Um, you can be sharing this episode multiple times as something that you're promoting on social media and getting content out there. So when you create one podcast episode, it's actually creating a you know, infinite kinds of content that you can then produce and, and uh, put out there to your community. And also something that you can put in your email newsletter. So if you're putting together an email newsletter with multiple different sections, um, you can be using interviews that you've done on other podcasts as something that you share with your community. So did you get all of that, listeners? There were some great marketing tips there and a lot of efficiency tips there too because you're able to leverage. So just doing the one podcast uh, gives you so much leverage from that. Fantastic. So um, Jessica, while we're on that then, what would you say are the three most important things our listeners need to believe in order to be a successful guest or podcaster? I mean, number one, you have to be in this to provide value to somebody else. You know, any guest who goes into an interview thinking, what am I going to get out of this? Their mindset is in the wrong place. So number one, to be a great guest, you have to have a giving mentality. You have to want to be there to provide value to somebody else's show. You know, don't think about like, oh, what am I going to get out of this? Or am I going to get to promote my business or what I do? Focus on being a giver of value, and that is when you will get a lot out of podcasting is when you are a giver. Number two, let's get really basic. Have a microphone. <laughs> you know, get a basic microphone that's going to make you sound good. Something like the Audio-Technica 2100, A-T-R 2100. It's less than $100 on Amazon. I would pick that microphone up and use that for your podcast interviews. It's a USB mic, so it's super simple. So you want to have good sound quality. So again, be a giver, have good sound quality, and then be someone that is ready to share and promote your episode. Now, this doesn't, you know, make you an amazing guest, but but it definitely helps. And if I can add a fourth one, a bonus one, uh, the sharing and promoting should be the bonus thing that makes you a great guest. Number three, be a good speaker. You could be an expert, have tons of experience, have great sound quality, but um, if you're um, super boring um, and like use all these crutch words, you don't want to do that. So really work on your communication skills. Um, if that means going to some speaker trainings or getting some help from a coach or just recording yourself talking and then listening back. One tip, because we all have those crutch words like um or ah, uh, my one tip that I've learned from people over the years is to slow down. I am from the Northeast. I talk very fast. <laughs> so when I slow down, I give my brain time to catch up with my mouth. <laughs> and then I don't say as many crutch words. So that one little tip can help a lot. And just be prepared. Have your suggested interview questions written out. Practice through when you're asked those questions, what are your answers going to be? Rehearse. I'm not saying you don't want to. You don't want to sound rehearsed, like you don't want to sound scripted, but I think to an extent you do want to practice and know what you are going to present um, when you're interviewed and when you're asked all those questions. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And, and again, I can really um, attest to what you're saying there because as, as somebody who is interviewing guests, sometimes if they're not used to it, 
the micro, and if they don't have the, the right uh, technical equipment, sometimes it can sound like they're underwater, you know, blah, 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 and you think, oh, no, and, and there's nothing you can do about that. And uh, so now I often say to my guests, you know, please make sure that you've got a separate microphone and headsets or speaker mm -hmm. because if it's just coming through the computer, then you get feedback and, uh, and it's really off-putting. It's off-putting as you're doing it and then it's off-putting for people that are listening. And um, yeah, yeah, certainly very important. And and I also agree with you in in providing value because the the whole idea for um, having guests on on the show is to be able to provide value to the listeners. And uh, only once or twice have I had a guest where I've really had to work hard to get some tips or to get some information from them other than just pure mm -hmm. promoting of their business. And I can tell you that in those cases it um, it, it doesn't in, uh, endear them to the host. So there's some absolute gold there, some wonderful tips that you're giving. And um, what I think we'll do then is when we'll take a short break and when we come back, then let's look then at how to market your podcast and, uh, and what kinds of shows and, and guests will dig into that a little bit more. So stay with us and we'll be right back. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand, or your business? Just Todfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, that's ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Business lifestyle. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. And we're back. And we're talking today with CEO and founder of InterviewConnections.com, Jessica Rhodes. And Jessica has been sharing with us the importance of either being a guest on other people's podcasts so that you can uh, get known and uh, get people to know, like and trust you and also to look at hosting your own podcast again so that you become that authority and then you, you can really have a say in who you attract as your guests and being of value. And so this is where the book comes in, Interview Connections, How to Rock the Podcast from Both Sides of the Mic. And I forgot to ask you, Jessica, before, where can people get the book? 
Yeah, they can get it. Um, it's on Amazon um, or they can get it at interviewconnectionsbook.com. And if you go to interviewconnectionsbook.com, you can actually get it for $6.95. So all you have to do is pay shipping and handling and I'll actually send you the paperback book for free. So interviewconnectionsbook.com. Okay, so there you have it, interviewconnectionsbook.com. And I, and I can tell you it, it's an amazing book and there is so much information in that as well. So I would highly recommend that. And, you know, Jessica has given you so many tips and strategies here, not only on the technical side but also on the mindset side um, of being able to provide value for people. Um, what can we do then if we have this uh, podcast and we want to be able to market it? What suggestions do you have there? Yeah. So, I mean, the number one thing um, when you do have a podcast, um, let's just say you're hosting the show, is having show notes. That's going to be a great first step to market it because that's getting all of the great content that was shared verbally on the podcast into writing. Google likes words. Google does not listen yet. So it's super important if you fully want to leverage and market your podcast is to have written show notes that have links, backlinks. So you're going to be coming up more often in search results. And some people do show notes where it's just a little teaser, like this is what you're going to listen to. But a lot of people prefer to read over listen. So you don't want to miss out on potential consumers of your content by not having show notes, you know, so some of my podcast episodes, um, you know, have 200 downloads, but when I look at my blog post, over 400 people have viewed the show notes. So a lot of people just want to come, they want to read the tips that you've shared in the podcast, but they don't actually want to play it and listen to it. So to market your podcast, I definitely recommend having show notes where you're fully giving all the information that you gave on the show in writing. The next thing is to have a good social media strategy that gets your content, you know, online on a regular basis. So a lot of podcasters every week, they have a new episode that they that they publish and they share that episode and they share it, share it, share it all week. And then the next week they do that. They share, share, share the new one. But then those old episodes that they shared last week and the week before, they never get shared again. So you don't want to forget about all this amazing evergreen content that you have created. You want to consistently share all of your content, all of your episodes. So there's, you know, social media tools that make this really easy. Something like meetedgar.com for 50 bucks a month, you can upload all of your content into Meet Edgar. And then Edgar, who's like this octopus, it's really, I like their branding. Edgar will share all of your content every day. You can set the schedule of when Edgar is sharing things from different categories. So I've been creating videos and podcasts and blogs for years. And so instead of me remembering all the old episodes, Meet Edgar will just post all my old episodes. So I saw my podcast audience size go way up after I started doing that because let's just say, for example, I have an episode that came out a year ago. I'm not going to think to go back and share that one episode, but that's the episode that somebody likes. And then they go and download all the other ones and then they subscribe and listen to all my new shows. So having a good social media strategy is definitely important. Now, I've been doing a lot of research recently on what makes people, how do people find podcasts that they listen to? And definitely the most common way that people find podcasts is through word of mouth. You know, their friend says, hey, you've got to check out this show, listen to this episode. So as a host, whatever you can do 
to get listeners to share your show with their friends, that is the best marketing you can ever get. There's no better marketing than word of mouth advertising. So create content, create episodes that motivate people to share. And to motivate people to share, you need to be saying things and talking about topics that nobody else is talking about. Like be bold, you know, address topics, get transparent, get vulnerable, share information that is not being shared on most shows. And people will be so compelled. When I interviewed, when I first started my podcast, I interviewed Lindsay Phillips about working with virtual assistants. And I really could not find this topic on a lot of shows. Like people were not interviewing virtual assistants. It wasn't being talked about on a lot of podcasts. And that episode is one of my top most downloaded shows because everyone in my audience and more potential listeners wanted to learn about working with VAs, but there weren't that many episodes on other shows talking about it. So needless to say, my episode on that topic got a lot of traction. So addressing topics that are not being talked about elsewhere is also going to get you a lot of new listeners too. Well, I have to pick up on that tip then. So listeners, if you're enjoying this, then uh, please tell your friends and get them to listen to it as well. <laughs> that was yeah, a great tip. Like I, was on a, I was on another podcast and I gave that tip. And then at the end of the show, the, the host was clearly in his like, he was just going through a show flow and he goes, and subscribe and rate. And, and he's like, oh, you just told me that I shouldn't do that. And I should just tell people to share it. And I was like, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least he picked himself up on that. <laughs> I would like share with a friend. <laughs> oh dear, yeah, and and often people don't know, you know, they that they think that we either don't need referrals or we've got enough business or whatever, and so it, it, I I um I tend to agree we really do need to ask, and so I I love that tip. Thank you so much. In fact, I don't know about you listeners, but I'm learning so much for myself today. So um you know I can only imagine what's going through your mind as you think about having your own podcast and certainly being a guest on somebody else's podcast as well. well and, and Shelley, a lot of times when we're talking about marketing, our mind goes to like advertising and how can we get it in front of the most people the fastest. But in reality, our businesses, our email lists, our podcast audience size, it's all grown one person by one person, brick by brick. So that's why it's so much more effective to grow a loyal audience by having one listener tell another listener and then having that listener tell another listener. It's slow. But if your goal is to have a really loyal and engaged following that that jumps, when you say jump, like you want to grow that audience slowly and steadily with just the right people. So it's like, was it tortoise in the hair? You know, <laughs> the yes. tortoise wins the right slow and steady you don't want to just be running and trying to because when you run out of steam you're like i'm going to put out five episodes a week because if i get more episodes i'll have more downloads and that's going to grow my business faster the people that do that they quit because they get tired don't tire yourself out focus on what works oh god i couldn't imagine having five a week i mean gee we <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, so, um, Jessica, where can people find you if they want to know more and where to for, from here for you? Yeah. So if you want to listen to my podcast, interviewconnections.com slash podcast is where you can find it. And again, if you want to get a copy of my book for free, just pay shipping and handling, that's at interviewconnectionsbook.com. Okay. And, and where to from here for, for Jessica Rhodes? Yeah, so where to from here? Um, well, like I said, I just 
brought all of my you know, staff in house. <laughs> so I have uh, six employees in the office. And from here, it's just uh, continuing to grow the business with my most ideal clients. So about to have a really, uh, I probably shouldn't talk about time because we're keeping this evergreen, but we're, we're going into a beautiful spring and summer here in Rhode Island. So just working to enjoy the journey. Fantastic. Well, your journey so far has been one of inspiration, not only from an entrepreneurial point of view, from you know working for twenty-five to thirty dollars as a virtual assistant, to now growing a business where you're helping hundreds of people to get their message out there and to educate and upskill people around podcasting. So, you know, kudos to you, Thank listeners. You. How about that? That's all we've got time for today. Did that give you something to think about and hopefully take action about? If you want to grow your business, then consider either starting a podcast or being an expert or better still, both. Thanks so much, Jessica, for sharing with us today. It was absolutely fascinating. Thanks, Shirley. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Well, we're out of time. So until next week, listeners, remember to implement what you've learned so that you can continue to create your ideal business lifestyle. Thank you for joining Shirley Dalton and her amazing guest this week on Reclaim Your Freedom. Please tune in again next week for an inspirational and educational edition. Until then, be sure to implement what you've learned today to create your ideal business lifestyle. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here for the next show.